1: Hi, everyone. My name is Lou. I'm here today with Noah. Hi, y'all. And Alfred. Hello. And today we're talking about HR issues. And uh, specifically, Noah came across these set of emails. You want to tell everybody how you came across these?
2: Absolutely, Lou. Full disclosure, I don't do human resources. It is not part of my job. It is nothing I do. And yet, at some point, due to, as far as I can tell, a conference I went to, I ended up on a listserv for human resources professionals that means I get about three or four times a day, I get some version of a webinar or a presentation or some kind of seminar on various aspects of human resources. And the reason I wanted to bring these up is because, well, these are what human resources professionals think makes attractive pros. This is what somebody is sitting in their office thinking, oh, this will get people to lay down the $300 to come to my <laughs> webinar that, you know, technically doesn't have a limit, but uh, we're enforcing artificial scarcity on it. So this- the
0: secret language of HR professionals. Indeed, the that's secret language. Yeah, Exciting. that's a
2: very good way of putting it. <laughs> and because these, I think it's important to look at the language in which they talk about employees because, again, um I think it's revelatory. I think it it peels away a lot of the, we we tend to think of HR as a dry, boring job that handles your paperwork, it handles your payroll, it gives you your W-2, It maybe it handles a complaint every so often, but we tend to think of it as not particularly exciting. And in the attempt to make it exciting, I would submit that they have also made it actively evil.
0: (laughs) Well, evil sells. Indeed. You can't sell, you can't use sex in HR to sell, so you have to use evil. Yeah. The only other <laughs> yeah, option. I do
1: think selling <clears throat> s- selling HR by sex would definitely be some red flags.
0: Unless you're at a certain university. Oh, Ooh. topical. <laughs> So we figured we'd break it up. Because
1: um, you said you've gotten these like three or four a day for how many years now?
2: Um, only about a year. Only about uh, a year? And to be completely honest, I only started noticing them about a few months back. <laughs> but um, I think about last summer, I started actually tracking them and, and cutting them out and, and taking the text in. Because they're incredible. I mean, the, sometimes the bullet points and the actual sort of text of the presentation will be perfectly anodyne. But then you look at the introduction and you go, this is gold for somebody who is at any point on the side of the workers. And if you Mm -hmm. are somebody who has to deal with human resources regularly, first of all, apologies, condolences, whatever. (laughs) But second of all, this is what they think about you. This is what they actually think about you. Whatever they tell you to your face, this is what they are telling each other. And I think that's vital. So we actually have like I mentioned, I've been getting these for about a year. I have dozens of these. But today, we're going to mostly focus on the theme of, as far as human resources are concerned, employees are always trying to get away with something.
0: Yeah, we scam all the time.
2: Absolutely.
1: Definitely. Of course, that's,
2: you know, that boss makes a dollar, I make a dime. That's why I fill the verb in on company time.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, we work too many hours. So, you know, maybe if they gave us 30 hours instead of 40 hours, we could spend that 10 hours doing mm-hmm. goof off stuff and then 30 productive hours.
1: Heaven forbid. Heaven yeah. Yeah. forbid. Well, we don't want to do
2: that. How, how dare you <laughs> deny your employer 10 hours of your
0: productive labor? Well, you know, there's. Hey,
1: hey no, 10 hours. Try 10 seconds.
0: Yeah. Mm. You could be. There, there. Listen, as for as long as people have been employed, whether it was for. Parsnips or cash. There have been people trying to figure out ways to get less taken advantage of. Mm-hmm. Because let's face it, if you're in a position where you're where you are trading your labor for parsnips, things aren't going well. No. So yeah. why should you have to suffer doubly?
1: But I think what's telling in these emails, you know, we haven't even gotten to them, but I, I think what we're gonna see oh is that y- you know your 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 company can take advantage of you as much as you want. That's kind of the point of capitalism. Mm. But ha- you know, if you're you're employee if if the people who work for you even dare for a second try to to enjoy life or or do something on their own well that's cause for dismissal thank you yeah so yeah it's it's real gross so anyways <laughs> where do you want to get started
0: uh this is a so very optimistic or it's already a very optimistic show, I know, we're very it's heartwarming yeah,
1: yeah. How, how it <laughs> contrasts nicely <laughs> with my my peppy voice
0: yeah truly we're adorable
2: today. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Um, So we've got three main categories of emails sitting here. You might hear the shuffling of papers. That's us, you know, plotting. Um, (laughs) It's not a sound effect. It's actual paper. Yep. Uh, Yeah, we didn't ADR any of this. There's no Foley artist in the room. (laughs) Nothing (laughs) like that. Somebody with a
0: block of wood and a hammer making silly sounds on Nobody's clapping coconuts (laughs) together. (laughs) This Um, is
1: all live, guys. Live. (laughs) Live.
0: live. Anyway.
2: Kidding aside, so we've got three main categories. We've got uh the FMLA and how employees are constantly abusing it, apparently. We've got the ADA, how you have to comply with it because employees will ask for accommodations for everything under the sun. And last but not least, how to fire employees for any reason <laughs> you want. That
0: sounds like a title of a nineteen fifties like training ma- a training film. Mm-hmm. How to fire your employees.
2: Uh, <laughs> I would love, I would love to see that. That's like the duck and cover era
0: too. Yes, so it is. you'd have like
2: Disney characters, you know,
1: something
0: about and girls. Don't forget, it is always yeah. a girls yeah. thing. Yeah.
2: Oh, absolutely.
1: Yeah. <laughs> ladies, and now he's
0: single.
2: Anyways.
1: Speaking of ladies, let's start talking about FMLA. Let's yeah. do. So that. wait, first of all, what is FMLA?
2: Well, Lou, would you like to take that one? Sure.
1: Uh, so FMLA stands for Family Medical Leave Act. And it's a federal law that essentially protects some employees if your company fits the criteria uh, from being fired if they need to take leave of any kind. So if they have a baby or have um, a serious medical condition themselves or have a family member who's ill. So it's a federal law. This is an unpaid law. So if you take FMLA leave, you do not get paid unless you are in five states. So one of five states in Washington, D.C. Hmm. So generally, that's FMLA.
2: And which are those five states, Lou? Those
1: five states are California, Washington, Rhode Island, New Jersey, Washington, D.C., like I said before. And then as of January 1st, 2018, New York. So I got to say,
2: Rhode Island is a surprising inclusion on that list.
1: <laughs> right, it is. And in, in the important part as well with FMLA is you do not get paid full salary you right now in New York you get half salary mm-hmm. um, in three years or so something like that it'll go up to about three two or three fourths of your salary um, you will get under family medical leave because they don't want to make this an incentive to right. to just skip work essentially but anyway so so that's generally what Fmla is um, you can't some people can't get fired for having a baby
2: so I want you to keep that in mind that fmla is an act of law that allows you to have some leave from your job and know that your job will be there when you get back and Mm -hmm. except in five states and DC, (laughs) you're not getting paid. I want you to keep that really deeply in your mind when I read the title of this particular email. Is it FMLA or is it the Friday Monday Leave Act? (laughs) FMLA is a complicated law but yet, employees seem to know it pretty well. <laughs> Today, the FMLA is often called the Friday-Monday Leave Act because employees conveniently get their episodic conditions, like migraine headaches, on days that run in conjunction with their off days. Hmm. Interesting, huh? Some of these leave cases are definitely legitimate. Well, that's a good concession, right? We can all agree, Some. you know, how balanced. Some. Some.
1: Fair Some. and point. balanced,
2: yes. that's yes. all I'm saying. <laughs> However, there are a lot of them that are not, and employees are gaming the system to suit their own agendas. And, comma space, this causes a great deal of discord with other employees who must pull up the extra slack when the FMLA abuser
0: is out again. How Okay, I've worked in corporate en- environments since uh, for 30 years, on and off. No person picks up your slack ever. That's no, a complete, complete straw man argument.
1: I mean... <laughs> That and, and this idea, there's there's so much wrong with this just just from beginning to end. And I don't. And, and I've read the email. I this don't.
0: Professionals.
1: Yeah, these yep. are professionals, and they're saying like the Friday Monday leave act. And uh, anyway, we, we c- I have specific points that I want to bring up later. For now, <laughs> for well, now. just keep going. I, d-
2: I don't want to get into I don't want to get into too much specificity here, but I do want to point out that there are one, two, three, four, five six, seven bullet points out of its 11 that mention FMLA abuse. Yeah. It's not misuse. It's not mistaken use. It's not any other... It's not use, for, for Christ's right. sake. It's, for crying out loud, it's abuse every right. single
1: so so essentially, you perhaps taking time to, you know, take care of your sick mom who just had a stroke, or or in my case, because I have taken FMLA, my mom got terminal cancer, and I had to fill out the stupid paperwork for this, so, so I could, you know, be with her when she was really, really, really ill. And that act is just as violent to your corporation that owns your life as sexual assault. Yeah. or Or, like... <laughs> actually physically beating somebody up and that's disgusting like yeah. it's real gross so, so
0: if i'm hearing you correctly we should beat people up in the workplace <laughs> instead of taking the day off because honestly there are days when you it's might be so effect. stressed you know mm-hmm. punching your boss yeah. in the face that might, might be actually cathartic. Be, be cathartic yeah. and 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 we wouldn't have a well first i want to just say that <clears throat> there might be a reason why we have migraines and things on mm-hmm. fridays right. and mondays mondays are tragic Horrible. because we have the longest part of work week ahead of us. Right. And Friday we're almost always inundated with everybody's last minute requests right. which are really stressful.
1: Right. So so part of the email, I don't know if it's in this one, but part of the, the I looked into this, part of the perception that, that companies have about why employees take this kind of leave is that oh, you know, you denied them vacation or you said they couldn't go spend time with their families. Yeah. I mean, like, why, what is wrong with corporate cultures t- to this point that that people need to resort to to taking unpaid leave cuz again this is unpaid. Yeah. Now why why would people abuse like what is going on that people are abusing this allegedly to do this when they're not even getting paid.
0: So I in my stint in human resources I was in, uh, I was at one of the largest pharmaceuticals in America in the corporate headquarters and we actually were employee wellness. And I was the short-term disability case manager. I mean database mm-hmm. manager. I ran I I ran the numbers, I ran the reports. Time and time again, what we saw was the question of abuse almost always centered on pregnancies, yeah. because no mothers did not want to just get four weeks or six weeks right. they wanted fmLA and you can tell that the case managers who were handling were were they were okay doing it, but i don 't think they believed it was necessary all the time, but you know on the other hand, when they came back to work, even though they're not supposed to lose their jobs right doesn 't always work out yeah. that way i mean mm-hmm.
1: There's there's many problems around maternity leave in the U S in general. Number yeah, one, we're it's like too short. We're, it's too short. We it's average in this country is about six weeks. Mm-hmm. It's yep. unpaid. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. You know, even India I think has like six <laughs> months of paid maternal yeah. and paternal leave. Yep. But they're mm-hmm. they're essentially kicking our butts as far as maternal leave.
2: Well, yeah. and and here's the other thing, right? So. I'm looking at another of these emails now, and again, the word abuse is just at this point I can just spot it like a needle in a haystack, <laughs> right? It's here, it's, like in it's red there. In your eyes. Oh yeah, it's well, it's all red, but this one is <laughs> anyway. It's a brighter red, perhaps. But all I keep thinking is number one, number one. I am not able to take FMLA leave. I am specifically exempted because of the conditions of my work. Let's start with that. Right. Number two, the person, and this is not FMLA leave. This is just not there. The person who disappears the most in my job isn't me. <laughs> I have, except for one long visit to another city uh, about a year back, most of the leave I've taken since I started my job is bereavement leave. Mm. I've lost relatives. I've had to go, you know, to their funerals and whatnot. But you know who's constantly not in the building? My boss constantly not in the building, Mm -hmm. away for a week to a conference, away for two days for something else, away for three days this week. And meanwhile, I'm wondering whether I can take a sick day and not have my world upended all to hell when I come back.
0: So so if you got eight weeks vacation or 10 weeks vacation, how likely would you be to care about FMLA? Because you probably have enough time to take off. Well, I don't know about, I mean, I have a generous set of vacation days and I'm not, it's not, Su- right. not sufficient mm-hmm. um and I'm lucky in that regard but I've worked most of my jobs I had two weeks vacation right that's, that's 10 days out of I know. Mm-hmm. And it's it's 12 th- months
1: it, it I think even just psychologically only having 10 days over 365 is is it, it's tearing because any day you take off it feels like you're 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 like clawing it away from yourself from farther right. down the line and
0: you're and you're pr- and you're worried about the fact that mm-hmm. tomorrow you're going to come back to twice as much mm-hmm. work right and you're worried about what you left behind I mean it's, mm-hmm. it's, it's, there's no peace involved yeah. you're,
1: yes. You're
2: never, you are never able to claw your own brain back from the company. (laughs) Right. That's what it is. They, they own your mind.
1: Yeah. I mean, I personally, I really like my job. It's, it's the best job I've ever had, but it is really difficult for me to take time off part, you know, because of the, the certain circumstances of my job. Mm -hmm. So, so anytime I'm thinking about taking a day off, like even a day, I have to go through, okay, so who's going to cover my shift and, and, and to not to out myself or anything, but I'm the boss there yeah so so even
2: yeah that's right guys we're talking to the enemy oh, right now the boss
1: <laughs> we'll talk about that some other day i guess yeah the bo- but it's y- difficult yeah you're it
2: not going to go away with this
0: one <laughs> well you know when you're you're a boss but then there's the are you the ceo Right. right. Yeah, there's a certain stratum right. that is mm-hmm. essentially mm-hmm. makes their own makes their own. Right. Listen, at that pharmaceutical company, the CEO went in the elevator with me one day and was talking, everyone was like, "Oh, he's in," you know, and they all got, "Oh, he's going to the 24th floor." Everyone's, "Oh." Fainting and, and they're asking "So what did you so of course somebody has to be a, you know, sycophant and like, "So, what would you do this weekend?" This is what he said, "Oh, we flew down to Mexico for the weekend." Now, now granted, it was a it was winter. So I said, he controls the weather. He he can experience his life right. and control the elements. Right. Yeah. That's how powerful and rich this guy is. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yeah. So incredible. Yeah,
1: yeah. So so to go back to FMLA, the idea that somebody is is using FMLA to to pull one over is ridiculous. And let's you know not even forgetting how how disgusting the language is and, and the abuse yeah, and incredible. and everything like no, that. No, it is. But but. It's not very likely to happen in the first place. Like, according to the Department of Labor, only 13% of the entire workforce in any given year is going to yeah. take FMLA. Yeah. And and I don't know if it's this email or another one that, that claims, like, 5 to 10% of the workforce is abusing this. Or I don't even think they say using. So, like, using it and abusing it are exactly the same, which is yeah, so dumb. exactly.
2: I can confirm neither of these emails says that. But I do know
1: <laughs> there is one that says yeah, it. Yeah, there is. There is mm. uh, like one of the emails somewhere that we read. You yeah. know, five to ten percent of the workforce. I think they just says uses FMLA. Uh, you know,
0: and it's funny it because it probably I, puts it in seventy-two point quotation marks. <laughs> yeah. <right. laughs> Look, we're being abused by the the workplace. Right. So mm-hmm. if anything, it, it's they're they're the abusers in this yeah. regard. We're y- right. You know, you know.
1: But but this is one of the things about HR is is it it seems so so unidirectional. Is yeah, you know it's it's to cover cover corporates' butt. it's,
0: it's liability it's yeah. protecting mm-hmm. them from lawsuits yep. it's and it's it's always to minimize the damage to the institution's bottom yep. line yeah. and and what's crazy is you know as you get older you know this more and more as you work but you know when you're green and you're new to the workplace it's like, oh they're here to protect me because right. for some reason right. we've given them that idea I don't know where but
2: well I think I
0: think it's it's vital to point out that it's you know you hear people say if,
2: if if voting made any difference, they, they wouldn't let us do it. And yeah. whatever, right? <laughs> but in this case, I think it's absolutely true. If human resources really did protect the less powerful yeah. in any given situation, it wouldn't be there. Yeah. No, no CEO, no uh, high-powered, high-flying executive, no one of these tech bros in Silicon Valley, none of these people wants yeah. to, be, to have their employees protected from their wrath no. and their moods and whatever. Right. That that's not what they're there for. And a theme that you're going to keep seeing that we've just been talking about throughout all of these that just came out is, you know, these are always we are always focusing, number one, on the even even they admit that they are focusing on a tiny subset of employees that know their rights well enough and know what they're doing well enough to game the system in some way, shape, or form.
1: But it's not – the thing is it's not even gaming the system. It's using the rights that yeah. they have. Right. Yeah. So it's not like they're getting one over their boss, but that's th- th- that's what they're That's the same thing it. to yeah. them.
2: It's this thing. Right. Because you're supposed to not – and you're going to see this theme as well. You're supposed to not make work for HR. Every right. piece of paperwork you make them fill out – they're apparently taking, like, it's a personal affront. Like, you walk into their <laughs> office yeah, yeah. and call mm-hmm. their mother a name, you know?
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and you know, and, and you're not Speaking gaming.
1: of HR paperwork. You're
0: not gaming the actual system. Like, right. you're not. I mean, if you gaming the system would be when I manage to get away with it and nobody sees me at all, and I put a dummy in place in my desk, right. and people mm-hmm. just think I'm there. That's gaming the system. Being. You <laughs>
2: put the pilot from airplane. Yeah. In <laughs> the inflatable, <laughs> the, uh, the autopilot. Know, the autopilot. Well,
0: why not? Sometimes I probably. That's about as much work as I, mean, I manage to yeah, accomplish. I, so.
1: You know, getting a little bit off topic from FMLA, that's that's kind of how we feel in work in general Is is I feel so dehumanized, I might as well put a robot in here uh, to do the job for me—it's just as effective.
0: Yeah, but the problem is we could have robots do a lot of our jobs, but they're not going to make that happen without punishing us in some way exactly. by making right? us exactly. somehow we're not yeah gonna, like know. making
1: <laughs> us all redundant and yeah. starving and, and they'll
2: yeah. give you yeah. a they'll give you a UBI that's good for this blue apron for poor people that's happening <laughs> exactly now and, and that'll be it. Well,
0: yeah. you know, un- until the robots don't get FMLA, that's when it right. starts because the, <laughs> <laughs> they will be up in arms. And yeah. unlike us, robots oh, are like eight hundred pounds of machinery. They will they will destroy you.
1: Robot revolution will happen. It'll be a workers' revolution. Need FMLA. <laughs> work.
0: oh, worker robots of the world yes. unite! You have you nothing to use lose but your CPU. Your motherboard <laughs> ah, got me <laughs> <laughs> oh, close. There we go. <laughs>
1: there we
0: go. All right, uh, all right. Well, let's let's go. Uh, let's take a break, and we'll be back shortly. This is Punching Out, a project of the Punching Out Collective, and we want to hear about the struggles you face as a worker. You can tell us your stories by sending an email to punchingoutwayo at gmail.com. We're also on Facebook, and we're on Twitter, at Punching Tune in and punch out. Your boss isn't listening, but we are.
2: Hi, y'all. Uh, this is Noah, and we're back with more Punching Out. As, uh, as of today, I'm joined by Alfred. Hello. And Louise, or Lou for short. Hi. So last time we took you through a couple of emails from this wonderful listserv that I've been mining for material for about a year on the subject of employee FMLA, and you can't see this, but I'm doing giant air quotes, uh, abuse. Can we call it
0: employee FMLA? Actually, <laughs> it's uh, funny you mention <laughs> that. Um,
2: I believe here... That's let such me, a bad joke. Where is this? Today, <laughs> it, it does mention good FML case management. I'm not <laughs> joking.
0: It says it wow. on here. Okay,
2: so. okay
1: essentially I, document everything yeah
2: I, yeah I can't decide I can't decide if that's supposed to be a little bit of the maybe the soul of the human resources professional leaking out there or <laughs> if that's like what they think that's what the employee will feel but yeah we're going from one act to another Act, act two? one to act two <laughs> hey, yes. there we go So and we're going shoot. from the FMLA, the family uh, Medical Leave Act at, to the uh, ADA which I believe somebody confirmed from Americans the Americans with, with Disabilities, Disabilities act. act. Yes, Yes. which, as you will soon find out, human resources professionals are very, very angry that uh, this act is used for basically anything other than adding a ramp to your building. They're, they're very right. angry that they've had to do literally anything else underneath. So here we go. The ADA, oh, pardon me. I had the slightly wrong act. This is the ADA Amendments Act, has been turning HR professionals' worlds upside down. A few comments to illuminate this point. What do you mean I have to grant her time off as an accommodation for her to go get in vitro fertilization treatments? Four question marks, one exclamation point. (laughs) Are you serious? I have to allow him to work from home as an accommodation for his irritable bowel syndrome? I have to tell my employees who work rotating shifts that Fred doesn't have to? How am I supposed to explain that without a mutiny on my hands? I can't disclose that Fred has depression and that allowing him to work a day shift schedule is an ADA accommodation. Ugh, this is becoming a nightmare.
1: As you can tell from the language in this email, they would be so sympathetic to that plight. I mean, I think... One of the more egregious bits in this email is the, the idea that they have to explain, like the HR people are responsible for explaining the decisions to somebody else. They want everybody to be equal on equal footing. So we all must be equally miserable mm. together. Oh, yeah. And, and so the, again, the idea that somebody is getting one over on the boss. Oh, and, no. yeah. Keep and, going and, because. and also the idea that these are somehow BS accommodations. Like there's not a history of depression and night shift work leading to suicide, which
2: we've talked about on
0: this show. Yeah. Right,
1: <laughs> like it's ridiculous.
0: Well, also a lot of workplace conditions mm-hmm. exacerbate or cause the co- most common. Again, I did short term disability management. What did people come out mm-hmm. at this? similar issues? Depression right. a lot, stress, back issues. Dep- mm-hmm. online on line staff who are in the in the manufacturing plants, right. feet. I mean, a lot of the the stuff that could have been avoided had they already made a workplace that didn't require... An ideal workplace, nobody would need an accommodation because it would be fully accommodating.
2: And there wouldn't be a moment where you have to explain to right. other workers that this is an accommodation you have to make but you can't tell them why and there wouldn't be a quote-unquote mutiny on your who hands d- who does yeah. that
0: if you have you ever had well, co-workers that had accommodations and did you go oh that's so unfair yeah. that person that's so unfair he gets a wheelchair because right. he's got cerebral Not palsy and he's like that's a terrible yeah. thing
1: my co-worker <laughs> had foot surgery so she had to work at home for <gasps> six weeks like oh. oh no we were all like that that witch how yeah. dare she They're do just that off I yeah.
2: I know several people who have had uh, air conditioners in their offices installed because our building doesn't generally have AC, mm. but they have had hard conditions or various other things that are exacerbated by heat. Yeah. So they've had them. This is not a complaint that I have. I mean, I would like one. But I also right. recognize that that might yeah. not be feasible at this point in time. Yeah. I
1: think I think what's really sick about these emails is, you know, besides mm-hmm. all the other things, is this idea that I, I feel like the HR people and corporate in general are trying to pit the workers against each other. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, with with these accommodation things, it's it's like they're they're making it seem like that person's getting special treatment.
2: Yeah. Oh, Which is stupid. They are openly saying that because, <laughs> listen to this, this broadening of the law had some good intentions. Broadening. Again, Again, <laughs> we're, including intentions. we're including balance. We're including balance. <laughs> we're being fair. However, with the expansion of the law, some employees have already figured out a way to take advantage to cut their own special deals, especially with workplace <laughs> scheduling and work from home <laughs> arrangements. And it is not uncommon for employees to ask their doctors to write out specifically What they want is an accommodation. So, three instances. Are you saying your
0: doctor will decide what you need an accommodation for? That's a scam. That's a scam.
1: That is, that's yeah, that's what you do. Yeah, it's a well-known fact. You go to your doctor if you have insurance. First of all, to yeah. go if to you the have doctor, a doctor, who would even yeah, do yeah, that? Yeah, if, if you can do that, then then the doctor is in it with you, and then like they get a cut of all the proceeds yeah. that you're doctor getting.
2: Doctor, more like spin doctor. Yeah, maybe yeah. <laughs> maybe
1: I can get a doctor to write me a prescription that tells my boss that my special accommodations is they need to pay me twenty percent more. Yeah. That Why not? Awesome, yeah. you should try
2: that Yeah, let's
1: try that <laughs> yeah. yeah,
0: that is Let's true. all do that <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Great idea.
1: Yes, it's my ADA accommodation You need to pay me more
0: well, So I worked from home for five years But that was part of what my job was right. As a telecommuter But So I have no problem ever I never had a problem with it But I have aren't there people you'd kind of rather work from home anyway That yeah. you work with Like there are people that I think Yeah, it'd be okay if they worked from home right. I think my day would be slightly easier mm-hmm. Yeah I'm okay with that. Yeah. I would probably, I, I think almost all of my coworkers
2: would rather I work from home some days. Yeah.
0: <laughs> you're but that. Oh, you're the person that... Sometimes. <laughs> okay. I,
2: I think it depends on the day, right? There are people who you kind of go, okay, I, I don't know how to relate to this person. Maybe that'd be better.
0: What's worse to me is the person who never takes vacation, <laughs> who is ne- there right. every day, because that's yeah. always the person that nobody really likes. Yep. And they're there every day. You not are, that I have uh... this current currently Of course or not. I am, no, uh...
1: absolutely noises. I am
2: reliably informed that the hip lingo for that person is the quote unquote tryhard
0: the tryhard the... The try oh, okay. that's what it's called <laughs> um, And then here's
2: the, this is the other thing i love by the way because this is where you really get at the we, we talked about how the main role of HR is to protect the institution's bottom line. their main role is liability. well. Recognize the regarded as prong of the act and how to minimize your risk of being, and this is the key word, sued by an employee <laughs> who isn't really disabled, but was regarded as. By whom? Mm-hmm. By yes. whom? Wait. The use of the passive voice in all of these emails is <laughs> maddening.
0: <It's laughs> yeah. good, good, good for policing that part, because yeah, the grammar is a little weird. It's it's
2: it is, but it's it's meant to completely excise from the email any kind of agency. Nobody, these things happen to people or mistakes are made or the FMLA is, or actually no employees abuse the FMLA. Right. Uh But human resources professionals are overwhelmed or the world is turned upside down.
1: And I think, you know, whatever these, these emails say about HR people, I think it's well within the rights of employees to, to n- seek accommodation for what they need, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. I, I actually live in fear that mm-hmm. I'm going to break my leg and not be able to do my job for eight weeks or however long it takes to heal. Mm-hmm. Because my workplace, again, I really do love my job, <laughs> but if I if I had to be in a wheelchair mm-hmm. or some other thing where I, I had didn't have the mobility, I would be in trouble. Mm-hmm, I could not mm-hmm. do my job. You
0: know, the the accommodation part to go back to the work from home thing. One mm-hmm. of the so uh, many of us. Don't have to do our job from our, in an office anyway. Right. Like the reality is, I could do my job not there. Um, mm-hmm. I especially because I, I work in an environment where I have a team who is always out. Right. I, it's actually completely fine. Yeah. Nobody walks in. I don't have appointments. People don't come to my office. Yeah. And 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 a lot of people have struggled with this because they don't get opportunities to work from home, and there's absolutely no reason for them to be there. And they have things like let's just talk about childcare. Right. Um. I child care your your child your child is is at the daycare and, and the you know the preschool mm-hmm. or whatever and their their fever their temperature is 99.8 take yeah. them home one degree over 98.6, they got to go. And now you have to figure out how to do this. And you know what? If you could work from home. Not a problem.
2: And once upon a time, you could justify the fact that everybody needed to be in the building because, you know, telephone exchanges and that yeah. kind of, and the technology wasn't there. But now we can absolutely do it. The only reason to have you there is so you can be watched.
0: You ha- and you have a full computer in your hand, in your pocket, right. that can be monitored. I mean, mm-hmm. you can actually, mm-hmm. you c- your whereabouts can be, I mean, which is an insidious thing. Which is thing, super
1: creepy and but, needs to not happen. But it
0: could, yeah. I mean, it's, yeah. it's, it's not here. impossible. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, please. Well, there's a way to <laughs> do that. I just, you yeah. know what yeah. I do? You I, just have leave, the ideas. I leave yeah. my phone in, the build, in some building and, right. and, and I walk away. I, I currently yeah. forgot my phone when I came here.
1: Yeah, whoops. <laughs> yeah, That's anybody a fire striking
2: Alfred.
0: You, uh, yeah, yeah. I could be known for another hour. My phone's blowing up.
1: So the other part about this is is these this issue of, like, accommodations and special requirements for mm-hmm. special employees and that kind of thing. And, you know, like I said before, I'm a boss. People do work for me. I do have hiring and firing powers over some people in my organization, which we'll <laughs> hopefully be able to discuss it in a different episode sometime.
2: We finally but have a villain on this I podcast. Know. Yeah, <laughs> seriously. I'm so cute mm-hmm. otherwise, too. It's, it's...
1: Um, but, like, what... What infuriates me about this, set, this particular set of emails is that at, if you're a good employer, if you're a good boss, you will take those accommodations into considerations and you will do something about them. Like, quality of life is so important to employee satisfaction and, and work-life balance. And they seem to be implying that if you are not living and dying for your job, yeah. mm-hmm. literally, mm-hmm. you're bad.
0: Yeah. And a management, you know, it's good management practice to motivate your employees by helping them. Yeah. If you mm-hmm. accommodate, think about what it's like when someone needs an accommodation and you go above and beyond right. and say, yes, we will do this for you because we care about you. Right. Yeah. Do you think that employee is going to be cra- talking crappy about you behind your back? Or, you know no. what? You right. now have an ally right. who's going to exactly. do work. Yeah, That's exactly. You have.
1: And is kind of gross as it is to that you're, you're kind of emotionally manipulating people a little bit to work harder for for the end goal of profit, Luckily, I do work at a nonprofit, so I don't have yeah. to worry about that. Yes, <laughs> yeah. um, but you know, when I was learning management and I was, I was first out there in managing it and in leadership and that kind of thing, the first thing we learn is that you need to take care of your employees first. Yep. Mm-hmm. Everything else is secondary. If your employees are not happy, if they're not well cared for, if they're not earning enough money, you are doing something very, very wrong.
0: There's a there's a and in, in, it's an evil take on that. But mm-hmm. at that pharmaceutical company, our, our, the <laughs> wellness paradigm. Healthy employees make healthy companies that yes. make healthy right. profits. Mm-hmm. So it had to – and my job every year, I wrote a report talking about how our management of these disability cases got the workers back sooner than expected. Right. Because we yeah. did good management and that we saved the company yeah. by doing that, mm-hmm. all this money. I Compu- you know, well, which,
1: which you should be doing anyways, so that you're not a monster. Like the profit motive yeah. shouldn't really right. be the underlying thing, but it's still there and okay. it's still an argument. This was
0: the second largest pharmaceutical company in the world. No employee <laughs> absence is impacting any yeah. right,
1: it, they're fine, <laughs> yeah. yeah, they're gonna be okay.
0: I
2: mentioned bereavement leave the last time, and just yeah. talking about this special accommodation kind of thing reminded me. So, we, we had a change of management some years ago in my, in my work, and um. Some of the bereavement leave I took, I took before that, and it was very permissive. Uh, I was told both times, you take the time you need. We understand that you're very close to these people, and go. So I did. I didn't worry about it, or I did rather, but not abnormally. And then this third time, I was told that because this wasn't a close relative, it was, Uh but that's neither here nor there. Mm -hmm. Instead of the five days I had been given for the other uh, two cases, I would be getting one. Now I don't uh <laughs> my family doesn't live here. I yeah. had to travel and I wasn't even getting travel time. So I had to burn almost all of my allowed sick leave for the year on this one trip. And when I basically uh complained about it and said, Well look, I know we just had this employee handbook come out and, and all of this stuff, but um I think maybe when this is up for revision, maybe we should talk about uh extending this for people who have to travel outside of the area because yeah. this is very clearly designed by people who live within Monroe County for people who live within Monroe County. (laughs) But then the response I got from the HR person at work was, oh, but before it was so much worse when it was decided by how much management liked you. And I went, or maybe it was decided on the basis of if they do this for me, you know, maybe I'll think about working a lot harder when I come back. Maybe I'll think about making that up instead of thinking, man, these people really screwed
1: me. They they use fairness as a, a tool to screw over everybody. So, isn't it fair that everybody gets the same amount of crap time?
0: Yeah. Well, er, yeah. Abuse becomes Uh, a standard. But fair, but it's only, but everybody only includes certain everybody's. Because you know what? If it was really fair when my CEO got $45 million as a bonus that year, what would have been fair was that all of us got. Right. 45 million dollar yeah. bonuses be because awesome. we're there every day he actually has more vacation time yeah. mm-hmm. I would argue that he's there le- may- way less than I am Right. Uh, well and- you've said this before Alfred he yeah. is literally the most useless person at the company yeah. he's absolutely he's just he's a figurehead he's like mm-hmm. a baseball card he's just a, yeah. he's the nothing he's a bunch of stats in a put, card you
2: could put the autopilot in his seat and it would be just as effective. oh my
0: god it would be so much better yeah. and, and and the autopilot take a less for, space it works for literally nothing. He, folds he works for sounds, <laughs> air.
1: Sorry, I know you talked about this, what, a few weeks ago, yeah. but that sounds like the plot of nine to five. Yeah. Sounds <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: terrible. And, and all right, well, I don't want to besmirch my, my current boss, who I actually like, but um, I have had many, many bosses who I did not appreciate. Right. Um, and HR and being mm-hmm. in the HR world. Change my perception of of what HR does to a degree. When I I will almost just like when I go to a bookstore, I never ask for help because chances <laughs> are I know more than the person about the books. Yeah, I don't ask HR for help. I mean, ever for anything yeah. because I don't. I have very little trust.
1: Yeah, and they don't. They, they you don't have trust, and they don't have your interests yeah. at heart. And. They're covering for somebody else.
0: And they're
2: mad at you that you don't do that. That's why what's coming out of these emails (laughs) is how (laughs) dare employees know what they're supposed to. They're supposed to come to us. We're supposed to be the gatekeepers. I want them out
0: of a job. I yeah. want them to have to go to human resources because they're not getting any yeah. work. I want them to have the issues. Yeah. Not, I mean, I, I can't say they're all completely the enemy. I've had you, all of us, have been to trainings with an HR right. person, and you go, oh, that sounds kind of cool for like five minutes. And we do have an episode of, of Punching Out coming up where we're going to be yeah. looking at diversity training, oh, particularly wow. in the workplace, mm. by someone who has experience with that, and, and issues of HR that are related. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's another. So stay tuned for that.
2: Um, the less downside of HR...
0: Yeah. So, all right. Well, so we have another. So after the ADA, there was one other.
2: Yes, we're going to be talking about uh, the funniest one of them all. Yeah. How to fire people.
0: Yeah. Ooh. All right. We're going to talk about how to fire people when we come back. You're listening to Punching Out on WAYOLP Rochester, 104.3 FM. Punching Out is a project of the Punching Out Collective. Tune in and punch out. Your boss isn't listening, but we are.
1: Hi, everyone. We just finished talking talking about ADA compliance from the HR perspective, namely they don't want to do it. And now we're going to be talking about how to fire people. There we go. How to
0: fire people. Legally. Legally. That is important. Is this going to tell me how to be fired? How do you handle that part? Uh, you know, it just doesn't, um, they don't care. Well, <laughs> according
2: to this, um, according to this, make sure everything you do wrong is documented. Uh, make sure you're told you, three times. You're the employee, right? Yes, you're yeah. the employee. Make sure everything you do wrong is documented. Demand it from your supervisors and uh, post on social media. <laughs> that That's the big done one. Done and done. Excellent. Yeah, there we go. So, guys, uh, what do we think? Are we going to start with? How do you deal with employee misconduct? Yeah,
1: let's talk yeah. about that documentation. Okay. Heck let's yeah. do
2: that. So as a labor and employment law attorney, you are always reviewing documentation that supports your client's version of what happened. No kidding. That wasn't in the email, in case no, you okay. didn't <laughs> tell. As a human resource professional, you look at documentation. And why do you look at documentation? So that you can approve a termination recommended by the supervisor. Apparently, there's no other reason. But <laughs> as a supervisor... Your focus is usually more on getting production done and you forget to document that you had to tell a subordinate, those dirty (laughs) subordinates, three times to do a task. You put off doing those (laughs) performance appraisals. What are they used for anyway? And as a supervisor, you're often documenting misconduct or performance issues of someone you once worked with side by side. Is documentation easy? No. Is it critical? Yes. But how do you do it right? In other words, how do you create a paper trail so that when you do fire this person, they can't sue you?
1: First of all, God, do I hate performance appra- appraisals. Oh. They're so bad. No, I you put metrics
0: them. for things that have no possibility no. of being measured no. in any way. But come on, Daniel, yeah, As far some as, as I'm concerned, <laughs>
1: yeah. As far as I'm concerned, there's two two circum two things that can happen from your performance appraisal either you rate yourself too low <laughs> in which case it's bad because then your boss is going to be like oh well maybe you're not as good as i think <laughs> you are or mm-hmm. you rate yourself too high and then your boss goes well screw you yeah. this oh, is what i really think there about are you. rules at,
0: at cer- certain workplaces there's some they put caps on it mm-hmm. we don't want to give uh, exceeds expectations they, they set the right. rule down you're not allowed to give exceeds expectations oh, yeah. which, as it's far incredible. as i'm concerned then then fine i'll set yeah. a low bar
1: well yeah. i worked at yeah. a, a in my retail days which, ugh, I hated yeah. those. We, as, as a manager at the retail store, we could not, if our store was a Meats, there was nothing we could do more than a Meats. Yeah,
0: so But incredible. But the
1: <laughs> the criteria for a Meats were so arbitrary. You know, we could improve our um, for-profit margin, like our the amount of money we're actually bringing in versus the amount of money we're spending on labor and rent and, and you know, yeah. waste and crap like that. Um, we could improve that year over year over year. But if we didn't hit that gross sales figure, which was based on, you know, crazy pie in the sky, mm-hmm. I think when I finally left the place, I called it Stalinistic goals.
2: <laughs> well, I did that. Yeah. Because yeah, they were. <laughs> That's
1: true. But, but I finally called it, like, if you didn't hit that crazy figure... You didn't meet, yeah. and right. so then you couldn't get a raise. You couldn't get anything mm-hmm. like that. It was it was awful. It was the it
2: was, uh, <laughs> the no child left behind disease of, <laughs> of 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 work. Right, well, this well, idea that. Y- your relative improvement doesn't matter only the absolute goal.
0: Yeah. In a lot of places though you get you have to write what your goals will be for next year. Yeah. And what's funny is a lot of people, many people, I'm very close to in fact, often make the mistake of putting something that's optimistic like right. oh I'm going mm-hmm. to like they think it's going to impress their boss if they set these targets right. instead of setting a Your boss may not know what you do very well. Right. So you can set creative targets that you'll absolutely meet. And I yeah. always suggest to people, set a target you can meet within three days and get it over with and be done. Yeah. Something quantifiable. Like, right. I will produce three newsletters. Just produce three newsletters and be done. There you yep. go. That's it. Done. And and it, but if you accomplish the thing, you look good. It's the issue of when you have right. something and it doesn't get. So right. always put
1: reasonable things. Yeah.
0: And if they don't like it, tell, you know.
1: And and <laughs> so, so to to circle back to our actual topic, which is why you need performance appraisals in order to get fired, is that they have to have this paper trail. And the reason they have to have this paper trail is this really cool thing in the U.S. called at-will employment. Yay. Which, for those <laughs> of you who great. don't it know, it's I, am, oh, it's I work delicious. at will. Yeah. yeah, you work at will. That's exactly what they're saying is you, Alfred, yeah. as an at-will employee, you can leave anytime you like. Yeah. You don't have to stay here if you don't want to. You can quit. It's also, like your right boss can fire though. you whenever you want. Yep. Your boss can fire you with cause or without cause. Yeah. And, and the one exception to this rule, which leads to all this paperwork, is uh, it's called... Oh, I implied, can't even remember.
0: Implied contract, the, is
1: it? it impl- yeah, the implied contract e- exception.
0: Is an implication involved in this thing?
1: Yes. <laughs> sort of. <laughs> so the implied contract exception pretty much means that if you have a job description or employee handbook, you can't really be fired for meeting the requirements of your job. So if your job is to make 10 widgets, and you make 10 widgets, they can't fire you for making 10 widgets. They can fire you for making nine widgets yeah. or whatever. And <laughs> and so all this paperwork gets involved because your boss just wants to get rid of you and all this onerous paperwork and everything is there covering their butts.
2: Because extra, extra. <laughs> if I just found this from another email I was just glancing at... If you include the wrong words or phrases in a job description, not only can you violate the ADA, which was in our last uh, section, but you can forfeit the at-will status of the employee. <gasps> Wait, what are, these, might, what are these words? Yeah, well, if, if for yeah. example, if you don't put if, – if you say that they're responsible for making widgets, right – and you didn't put that they were responsible for making 10 widgets. Oh, yeah. You can't fire them for making nine. All you said they would be doing is making widgets. Yeah. Which you see these days, sorry to kind of drag it back for a second, but speaking on job descriptions and, and this implied contract mm-hmm. exception, what you see now is you see people doing things like, um, what's on. I saw a job description a few years back for a job at my work site that included must be able to lift and carry, I think it was 20 pounds. Mm-hmm. The job in question had... Zero percent. Oh, they put them to in to do with that. I think that was just so you couldn't get anybody who was, you know, in a wheelchair. Essentially,
1: yeah, it's a yeah. way to get around ADA yeah. Exactly. Boss.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. Exactly. I've had. It was on my current job. I haven't had to lift anything. Right. Yeah. I mean, and yeah. I don't imagine I will. I'm not.
1: But I mean, it's all that stuff is is just fun, and it's just another way for for HR to cover your boss's butt. Like mm-hmm. we we keep we think of HR. In general, as as this institution that's supposed to protect the workers, that there's supposed to be a, a spot for employee complaints. That you know, if your your boss is, is discriminating against you or harassing you or or you you know you're not feeling safe at work, you should be able to go to them. They're your buddy. Yeah, they're your mm-hmm. they're allegedly your buddy, yeah. but all they like according to these emails, they don't think you're you're a buddy number one, but two. They're trying to find ways to fire you. You know, they're they're coming up, they're finding a way to dot the I's and cross the T's on firing you.
2: So, Lou, what you're saying is HR people are portraying themselves to the rest of us as your friendly neighborhood person in the community to whom you go for help (laughs) when you don't feel safe or when you feel threatened by certain other people who may be more powerful than you in some way, shape or form. But in reality, when they talk amongst themselves, what you find out is that actually they believe they are constantly overwhelmed and under siege by all of these terrible, terrible people (laughs) who are constantly demanding their time and that they (laughs) fill out paperwork and follow the rules.
0: Oh, man. Am (laughs) I
2: wrong or does this not sound like certain people... Oh, I don't know. Police departments, maybe. (laughs) Mm -hmm. They're cops. No, other cops.
0: Well, that's so. So I will reference. I I love this book. David Graeber's book, "The Utopia of Rules," really focuses on the ways that bureaucracy in general, and that includes human resource function, is actually uh, there's a supported and and manufactured and sort of maintained through implicit. Threats of violence. If you track down all bureaucracy and paperwork, there's some point at which you can be imprisoned, incarcerated, Mm -hmm. punished for not complying. And that's the only way bureaucracy works because it's not an honor system. I can be fired. Mm -hmm. I can, you know, and I need the job. So yeah. I'm already I'm already beholden to behaving exactly because I need it.
1: And you have that you always have that that element of fear of yeah. oh well what if what if my boss noticed for 5 seconds I was on Wikipedia looking <laughs> up something for for something not related to work because you know they're tracking my computer they're they're yeah. definitely monitoring my internet use mm-hmm. and if I'm doing something that's not explicitly related to my job in this moment you know, what if what if they find that? That's gonna be documented proof and yeah. and just more arsenal. Like they're just they're 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 creating arsenals against you.
0: Oh yeah. 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 I don't go to Wikipedia at work. Well also I have a tablet and a phone. So I'm sitting, at my, my tablet is open, mm-hmm, and I, mm-hmm. I played Mortal Kombat on my tablet, and then yeah. I, you know, I don't know. I actually don't know if
2: they've released it for tablet, but, you know, you do you. I,
0: I don't know. <laughs> or, I do, or I do Street Fighter sound effects for fun. Fair like enough. Yeah, <laughs> yeah well, yeah, that's, yeah.
1: that's the biggest lie of HR, is that they're supposed to be your friend, they're supposed to be on your side, but in the end, they're not there for anybody but your boss.
0: And they'll call security. I have seen yeah. security escort the mildest, meekest people People just on principle, mm-hmm. like, like as if, yeah. you know, as if this 70 year old, you know, five foot mm-hmm. tall, 90 pound woman is going to come out with an, a semi-automatic yeah. and start get, like, yeah. you know, and, <laughs> I mean, and why they're... wouldn't
2: you feel that way when yeah. this is what you're
0: if right yeah.
2: from your fellow yeah.
1: professionals? Yeah.
0: yeah, if you didn't make it, it right, exactly. Your, their fear right. is their own fault. Mm-hmm. Exactly,
1: <laughs> and and the like that that's exactly the thing. Their fear is their own fault because there there is an email somewhere about uh, Noah that you have about um, workplace violence.
2: Oh, I'm sorry. Do you mean WPV?
1: Yes, because now we're also WPB. Workplace VV? violence. Okay. Workplace violence. Oh, okay. Because
2: oh. presumably, by analogy with DV, domestic violence, you know, it's as oh. important yeah. and as. Prevalent. Which,
1: which in our great society of really ready access to firearms is definitely a concern. Mm-hmm. Like what workplace now doesn't have active shooter yeah. drills? Yeah, because I know. Yeah, and, and there is a genuine concern.
0: <laughs> really? Yep. Yeah, you definitely you don't? need them. We have not had them. You're kidding. That's terrifying. I even have one, and I'm in like one of the... Safest nope. spaces there we've is. Had, we've had,
2: we've uh, had not specifically active shooter drills. We've had lockdowns and things like that, mm-hmm. but not ones to deal with that specific situation. Yeah. Yeah.
1: But like you, you have these active shooter drills. It, it what works because that's that's the reality we live in is that somebody could come into wherever mm-hmm. you are, whether it's a church or a school or your workplace or a mall or, or Las a, Vegas, yeah, anywhere, and kill you.
0: But more and more, those are not about your right. boss yeah. that's not, true it's
1: but that's, that's, that's like the stereotypical one is you're really mad at your boss what is it about the workplaces that is making people so pissed off that they're murdering people
0: you would say going postal that's yeah. a term yeah. and, and that is yeah. the term yeah which is well look alright but let's examine what a post office is like it's it's dehumanized. I mean, yeah. especially if you're in the back and you're and it's a nonstop barrage mm-hmm. of, of mail all the time and no stopping. And
2: everybody's annoyed at you because they didn't get their packages it's, on
0: time. It's like the being in the worst end of customer service, mm-hmm. right? You mm-hmm. never do. it. Nobody ever says, "Wow, you guys do a great job Thanks. and get everything yeah. in a timely fashion." Yeah. Ever? It's, I you baked know.
2: you a cake shaped <laughs> like the USPS logo. You know that kind <laughs> yeah. of thing. And
0: they don't have the protections that airline employees have mm-hmm. when you know an employee is terrible to you on an airplane. Mm-hmm. Heaven forbid. You say anything in the kindest manner possible to suggest that they are perhaps abusing their role as the flight attendant or mm-hmm. as the whatever, because you'll be thrown. I've seen it right, happen. Right, right. It's you know.
2: Well, we've all seen it happen. Yeah, now. Yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah. Really, it's very common. I have heard. I've heard him say, "Sir, you're being belligerent to someone who had his two year olds." Literally, was the he was saying, "I'm being as calm as I couldn't yeah. possibly more be more calm." And everybody's yelling at the flight attendant like Please, he's not doing right. anything. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Well All right. so I here's the thing, right? This is this is where it gets this is where it gets truly odious. Because you might have experienced some or all of these problems at work, <laughs> right? Check the box. You, have you, you, you know, everything that we've been talk, uh, everything that we've been talking about? You may have tried to take FMLA and found that when you come back, your responsibilities have changed. You might have a job description that doesn't. You might match not be able to take You might not be able to take FMLA. You might not have your ADA accommodation, and I'm making big air quotes here mm. because that's what they did, yep. deemed reasonable. You might have a job description that doesn't match what you do. So uh, you might always. think. You might think. Well, at least I can exercise my First Amendment right, and I can talk about this to my friends and my family on that wonderful thing known as social media. Oh, boy. (laughs) I want to emphasize that this was sent to me by an email address whose display name was, and I'm not making this up, Facebook firing 2018.
0: Oh my, 2018 Facebook firing. So 2018, Presumably,
2: presumably this is like a series. Yeah. Facebook firing 2017, 2018, 2019, right, right, right. you know. Yeah. Oh my How God. to legally fire employees for their social media posts. Hmm. This first sentence is not a sentence. What can your employees say and do on social media, and what can you as an employer do about it? Social media has raised so many questions for HR regarding what you can and cannot do when an employee posts an email that, Okay. A, <laughs> a, you can do that, a that on Facebook, Facebook message Like literally anything A Snapchat Regarding your <laughs> workplace that. Is that? Okay. This, is, this is incredible uh, This conference will provide you with the essentials On what you should know prior to terminating an employee For what they say or post on Facebook Oh there it is Or other social media It, also, it will also help you better understand What you need to include in your social media policy To protect your organization from liability And I do need to include the first couple things here Action you can take to terminate employees for what they say on social media sites like Facebook and what actions you should avoid taking. And this is the one. Recent activity the National Labor Relations Board has taken, and I want you to note this verb, targeting employers who terminate employees for social media site posts.
1: Oh, those ploy- poor words. victim employers.
2: Those poor bosses. are How dare they? Yeah.
1: They're yeah. targeting
2: you. We're targeting. You're being singled out. How <laughs> so dare wait, they? So
0: wait, if you get fired because of a social media post, are you allowed after that to really go and say whatever at that point?
2: Oh, it's interesting. You should mention that, Lou. Didn't weren't you telling me a story about somebody?
1: Yeah, I saw on Twitter today uh, the story about this guy who worked at you know big major national store. Yeah, major, major chain of bookstores. Um, and he'd worked there for, for nearly two decades. 17 and, years. Yeah, 17 years. He, he worked there for a long, long time. He, you know, had done a great job. It had gold, essentially gold star reviews every single time. Um, because his his immediate coworkers, his immediate supervisor said, please, please, please take this one job for us. It was um, some kind of managing position or something like that. Please take this position. Please take this position. You know, really do us a favor and help us out. And then... A few months later, the chain completely eliminated that position and they fired him. And so he goes on Twitter and says, this is really bad, guys. What's going on?
2: And he posted pictures of everything he'd done at the store. He posted pictures of himself getting into the corporate magazine as an example (laughs) of what an employee should Mm -hmm. be like.
1: Yeah. And and the worst part is, so he's already lost his job, that he worked for 17 years, Mm -hmm. you know, Giving everything he could, his whole life was in that job, yeah. just like so many of our lives are in our job now that he's had the indignity of just being tossed out on his butt for nothing other than having this one job title, the company then there was a rumor going around that he was going to lose his severance because of something he was because of his posting mm-hmm. on Twitter well after the fact that he had already been fired
2: so he got fired from a job that he was exemplary at. That he had, he met yep. his wife at. Uh, dude's got five kids. All of this, all of these things that should theoretically, you know, keep him in that job, gets unceremon- unceremoniously fired, and then proceeds to post about it like any normal person would do. And then this bookstore has the nerve to not even openly <laughs> tell him we're gonna take away your severance pay. No, no. Start a rumor about it.
0: Oh yeah, because yeah. they can't because it keeps them out of legal hot water right. Right? if they could right. just get yeah. a rumor to start of a- And then of yeah.
2: course he posts about that and yeah. suddenly right after that he gets a call saying Yeah, yeah, well, you're going to get your severance pay. No, sorry, we don't have a job for you. Right. Even though this makes us look terrible, and you are now the human face of this action that we took, but you will be getting your pay for when we fired you, like, you know, when we took you out like you were the garbage. Yeah, Yeah.
1: like the indignity of this, you know, so many of of us give our lives to work, and, you know, we have no work-life balance. Work is the only thing we can really do and know. And we, we watch what we say all the time on social media. Mm-hmm. You know, you have your job mm-hmm. and you're constantly, you know, self-censoring and saying, oh, I really can't say that about work because, you know, it might get back or it might look poorly on my boss or, or something mm-hmm. like that. And then even after the fact, you've already been fired. You've lost your job and they're still going to come after you with this social yep. media thing. So there's no such thing as you can never. Ever take retribution against mm-hmm. your boss? Yeah,
0: there's no Yelp reviews for yeah. your boss. Although, yeah. other, uh, you Ooh, know, I, I cool. did I did manage a project for a, for a, one of the largest another corporate, the global, global <laughs> company. It was it was a big investment banking firm in New York, and Ooh. we I got to read. We collected about forty thousand performance reviews. That's what we did. But the w- interesting one was the anonymous upward one, where you would be anonymously reviewing your boss. And these were the top executives for this company, so their accounts were like entire nations. These were the things that they said about their bosses. Uh, we had walls full of like comical humorous, almost inciting violence in there. Yeah. And and but there's no place for them to. That was it. And this is before.
2: No, there's no heat sink. There's, there's no no no. no um, what's it called? There's no Yelp. No safety there's, valve. There's no. There's no place
0: safety to get uh, so a uh, Yelp. But there is rate my professor. Apparently is yeah, the thing. Yeah, and rate my teacher. I, I've taught for many years and I've never gotten a, a thing. Not that I want that, but I have looked because I thought, oh God, <laughs> I hope nothing bad has been said. Well, it's no, been I'm under
2: nothing. it's been under new management for about seven years. so oh, until really? One of these years they'll get to it. <laughs> yeah.
0: Well, um, it's okay. The point is we don't have an outlet. We right. don't have that
2: no. We sensor. don't. We don't have an outlet. <laughs> and you know, like at my work, the the way that this happened was a coworker of mine posted something completely neutral about her day. Not good, not bad, uh, no commentary, literally just saying something about how her work went. Didn't include any names, didn't mention anything, did include something somebody said. But there were no identifying details mm-hmm. that the person could not have possibly known that they were being mentioned here. And apparently, a couple of days later, she gets called down to, you guessed it, Human Resources. Uh-huh. And she's told, hey, just a heads up, you might want to be careful what you post. And- Call me crazy, but to be a hundred percent clear, I kind of feel like if you feel the need to talk trash about your work on social media, maybe your workplace isn't great, right. and maybe there are things yeah. they should be addressing.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. It's it's again, these are all policies that ki- that keep your boss out of trouble. Mm-hmm. Yep. You know, they're they're just. So what <laughs> have
0: what we, learn? well, we, we learned here? What have we learned? Well, we we learned how to get fired. We
2: learned how yeah. to get fired. How to we learn your that. job and it be further alienated from society, and that if you use fmLA you 're probably abusing it
1: obviously and, and and
2: if you use aDA
0: you almost certainly don't have a real condition right how dare you i mean yes. you 're
1: faking it you're you can 't get it. the little
0: squeezy ball to relieve tension because no. that 's innate accommodation, exactly. and how dare mm-hmm. you so yeah. at least look it 's not a peacock in the airport it's 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 an ergonomic <laughs> keyboard for my yeah. carpal tunnel right, right. Mm-hmm. all right well yeah we 're going to wrap up because we have to, but I think we'll go back to these. Infamous HR oh, letters yes. as the accumulate. There will be a return. Yay!
2: <laughs> there will be an electric boogaloo to this.
0: <laughs> All right. Well, well. Thanks, everyone. I'm Alfred. I'm Noah. And I'm Lou. All right. See you next time. Punching out. Punching
1: out.
0: You've been listening punch you to now. Punching Out. You can find us on Facebook and on Twitter at Punching punch Out Rayo.